0: Let's move to the next part of the workshop and talk about strategies for selecting journals for submission. Okay, so one easy way to do this is when you go back to your office or desk, uh, just gather up the articles, five or 10 articles that are most important to your current project and just flip to the back to the references cited in these articles and make a tally of which journals are being cited in those articles so if you see three or four journals being cited over and over and over again that gives you some important clues that those are the predominant journals for your topic okay so that's an easy way to start zeroing in on where you want to publish and once you have this list of potential target journals you can go to their website and browse the recent issues of these journals, look at three or four recent issues, and just go through um, most or all of the papers that are published in those issues and see what types of papers they are publishing. And you can also see the speed of publication. So you can look at when the paper was submitted and when it was published, and you can see some journals are faster, some journals are more slow, and that's information that you can use also. Also, when you have your, your potential target list of journals, um, you should go and read the aims and scope. So this is where the publisher tells you what they want to publish. They tell you what types of papers they want, they tell you the target audience they want, they tell you the topics that they're interested in, Um, For example, some journals will take review articles or methods articles or short papers. Some only take full original research papers. So you just need to know what types of papers they take and the appropriate research topics. So that's all found in the AIM AIM and SCOPE. So this is uh, the homepage of a journal in my field. This is the Journal of Experimental Botany. And this is just a web capture screenshot. And down here, you see instructions to authors. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. If you click instructions to authors, that will give you the aims and scope and all of their instructions. So after clicking instructions to authors, you'll get a page like this. And this goes on for a long ways. I'm not going to show all of it to you. But the first thing they talk about is the scope. So the aim of JXB is to publish the highest quality manuscripts that address questions of broad interest in plant biology. And then they go on to give you a lot more information about the types of articles they want. So take a look at this and think, does my article fit into the aims and scope for this journal? Okay. so once you've gathered that information, there's other information that you'll want to use also. So the aspects that you consider when choosing your target journal, um, I've already mentioned the type of article, a review, a methods, a short paper, whatever the case may be. Think about the target audience. So each journal has a target audience. Some of the journals have the same target audience. Some of them overlap partially, but not entirely. So think about the readers that you're trying to reach with your paper. Um, the type of papers, in terms of methodology and and uh, approach, the time from submission to publication. Okay, so this is important information. So maybe you need it published as quickly as possible, so that could help you decide. Or maybe you're not in as big of a hurry, but you want it in that specific journal that takes longer. Um, you know, each situation is different. So that, that's something to consider. Is this a rapid journal, or is this one that, that takes a longer time? And one that you've probably heard about is the impact factor or other metric for the journal. So this is also something to consider. So let's talk about this in more detail, impact factor and other metrics. So the impact factor. <clears throat> Okay, this is, this is all directly from the website, Thomson Reuters. These are the publishers that determine impact factor. They index journals in, in all different disciplines and then they keep track of how much each article is cited. And then they tally all this together to create an impact factor. Another consideration to take in mind is whether you're going to publish open access or not. So the cost to publish. You know, do I want to spend money to publish this paper or not? So what is open access? Let's talk about that briefly. So publishing in journals, there are a few different models now. Uh, We have the traditional model. This is where the author does not pay the journal to publish the paper. You submit the paper, They accept it, they publish it, but only subscribers of that, of that journal can access the article. So it, the, the, um, the exposure of the article is limited to subscribers. There's a second model called the gold open access model. And so in the gold open access model, the, the author has to pay the journal. So you have to pay to have your paper published but then the journal makes the published article available to anyone for free. You don't have to have a subscription. So you're basically paying the subscription for the readers by going with gold open access or any form of open access. There's also the hybrid model. So these are journals where you can, you can publish it for free, but not make your article open access, or you can pay, and your article will be open access so you you kind of need to decide before you submit you know do i want to pay or do i not and the journal will supply information for the cost to publish if it's open access or a hybrid model so that will be in the the instructions for authors so you know sometimes you have money built into the project to pay for open access. Sometimes you don't. So that's a consideration. Now, speaking of open access, you need to be careful when you're choosing an open access journal, because now there are a lot of, uh, basically fake journals. And i there are a lot of these fake journals. I get every day. I get invitations to publish in these fake journals in my email. And so what you should do is go to this website, ScholarlyOA.com for Scholarly Open Access and look at Beale's list. So Jeffrey Beale is a librarian uh, in Colorado who's put together this list and he updates it every year of potential, possible or probable predatory scholarly open access publishers. So these are publishers that basically will publish anything. It doesn't matter how bad it is. As long as you pay, they'll publish it. And if you publish in these journals, it's not going to be considered valid in your field. It's going to hurt you more as an academic than it will help you. So how many of these are there? So in 2011, there were 18 publishers. And you can see the numbers. At the beginning of 2015, there were 693, so there's a lot of them out there, and these are publishers, so they have multiple journals. There are also standalone journals, and there are, at the beginning of the year, there were 507 of those. So there's thousands of these uh, predatory journals that you want to avoid. So it's kind of, it's it's kind of like the wild west of publishing now, and you have to really be careful and go with known journals. OK, so with your discussion partners, let's just take a couple minutes. And you know, based on all of these factors we've talked about, for the next pro- project that you will publish, what are your top two criteria for selecting a target journal? Let's just take about two minutes. OK, so what did you come up with? What, what were your top criteria for choosing a journal? How many had impact factor? Yeah, okay. The highest possible impact factor, let's put it that way. <laughs> How many had that? Nobody? You all changed your mind suddenly. <laughs> what did you have? I think there are some different strategies you can consider. That one is you should assess what is the merit of this. This is a first study. You know what is the merit. So, my like what I do, at the, I, uh, I have some five or six journal uh, and I start from the very highest possible. Definition. Okay, so let me, let me summarize that for the group that couldn't hear. So, he, he was saying that his strategy would be to start at the highest impact factor journal. If it gets rejected, go down to the next one. Mm-hmm. If it gets rejected, go down to the next one. Uh, and that's a valid strategy if you have time. If you have time to do that. If you, you know, if if you want the highest possible impact factor. But maybe you don't have time to do that. And you want to go for a safe journal right away. So you might choose a lower impact factor uh, for time. So there's a lot to think about. There's not a one strategy fits all situations model. Okay. All right. So. Think about your current situation, what's important for publishing in your situation.